What is going on? We're recording this on Memorial Day. So we're working on a national holiday, which it's whatever, it's fine. But yeah, don't worry, I'm still going to have fun because uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go play golf after this. And then we've got a big Memorial Day party we're going to. And then I begin packing for paradise. I'm leaving in less than a week. So yeah, should we call the uh, Brandi? Let's call the Brandi. Let's call her up. Call her up now. We're calling her. Okay. Uh, What's up? It's Memorial Day. It is Memorial Day. I mean, it's not Memorial Day for people listening right now. Oh, true, true, true. But yes, you're right. It is Memorial Day. We are recording on Memorial Day. We're working on a holiday. Yeah, I'm I'm really, I got both podcasts today. I'm just cranking them out. Oh, wow. Look at you. Yeah. How's uh, Stone doing? Oh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Tish is just, you know, high as a fucking kite all over the place. There's no structure. I'm not really sure we talk about anything, re- really, to be honest with you. Well, that's good. But, you know, I think some people like it, so we'll, we'll keep doing it for a minute. We got to get you on there. Okay, I'll do it. I've been on before. I know. We got to get you back. How's your weekend? It was good. I went to Tampa on Friday night, which Friday was my birthday, but I really didn't do anything super special. I just went to the barn and spent some time with my horses, got to ride, and then took like a late flight into Tampa Friday night. And then Saturday, I DJed at a day club there called Water. And uh, my brother Trace came with me. I've been I've been getting him to come out to some of my shows lately, which is such a shocker because he doesn't like to leave the house. Yeah. But he flew down to Tampa with me and, for my birthday and um, came to the show and had a great time. He has a lot of friends that live in Florida. So he had friends come up from Orlando and um, we had a, a very fun time. Yeah. How was your birthday? I mean, it was fine, you know? Yeah, I know. It's, 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 no, it's, it's no, I feel like it's no fun point, anymore. No, it's not. And some years I am in the mood for a party and I'm in the mood to like celebrate, I guess. And sometimes I'm just not. But I think I'm at a point where I think everybody else wants to make a bigger deal out of my birthday than I do mm-hmm. to the point where sometimes it starts to feel like a chore. Yeah. You know? Almost like how I imagine a wedding is. It's like you're kind of doing it for everybody else and you feel like you just want to make sure everybody else has a good time. But like, what the fuck? It's your wedding. It's my birthday. Like, I should be doing what I want, but somehow I'm doing what everybody else wants. That's kind of how it is for me. Yeah. Is this party for me or is it for you guys wanting to throw a party for me? Yeah, because everyone loves an excuse for a party, and I'm guilty of that. Like, when my friends have stuff going on or birthdays, like, I, you know, I love to throw a little party for them. I love a production. But when it comes to my birthday, like, I feel like people are like, well, what are you doing today? And I'm like, yeah. well, I'm going to go ride my horse, and I'm going to hang out with Astra. And they're like, oh, like, they feel bad for me. And I'm like, no, this is exactly what I want to be doing on my birthday. Yeah, that's so so mean. Be like, don't, don't make it like that what I want to do sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they make it sound like, oh, that's so sad. I'm like, is it? Because yeah. like, they're better company than you guys. Yeah. Like, wasted. Like, <laughs> fuck you, mom. Whoever said it, I don't know. So, why? Well, I, I told you this last week because I, I was in LA. I, you know, I did the little birthday lunch early out in LA, I did the family thing. 
obligated to do that. And that was lovely. That was like the perfect thing. It wasn't a party. It was chill. It was just me and my mom and sister. Like yeah. that's the kind of celebration that I like. Yeah. Those are the best. Very low key. No one sang me happy birthday except for the bottle service girls in um, Tampa, which was fine. But oh, other than God. that, no one sang me happy birthday, which is great. I'd say that's a win, you know, because there's nothing more embarrassing than a group of people singing happy birthday to you in a public setting. Did the bottle service people come with like sparklers coming out of the champagne? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate that shit. I don't you know, know what. Bottle service. It's kind of fun. <laughs> bottle service is the biggest scam to ever happen to clubs. Oh. Without a question. Wait, you're but telling that's me how that, they make their money. You're telling me they have to pay three times as much as this, as this bottle normally is, and then I have to make my own fucking drinks? No, no, no. Excuse me, no. I'm here, so you do that for me. What is this? Well, they do They do some. Like, they'll be like, what, what do you want? But, like, all they're doing is shit that I do on my own at a house party. No, they'll leave you with, like, a bottle of vodka, some cranberry juice, some soda water, and all of a sudden I'm the fucking mixologist for everybody in our little group. Amazing. Well, they make me drinks. I don't know. Maybe they just don't like you. Speaking of making drinks, we had a party this week, this weekend. I saw you were, you know, dismembering and eating innocent crawfish. We were. Some mud bugs. And it was amazing. It was, I love a crawfish boil. But, you know, we also did, we also put in a bunch of shrimp. And so like people who are, cause a lot of people are scared to eat crawfish, which I totally understand. They look like little cockroaches. So then we just threw in a bunch of shrimp, which is funny cause shrimp is just basically crawfish, but they're from the ocean. Um, I don't like either one. So you don't like shrimp. Mm -mm. I love shrimp. Absolutely no, the love texture's it. Weird. The texture's weird. They're like kind of rubbery and they have this little tail. I just, uh, uh, can't mm. do it. We had such a good time. We got like 30 pounds of crawfish sent over from Louisiana overnighted. And then we had about 20 pounds. How much does that cost? I don't even know because my brother bought it. I bought everything else like from Costco. So he took care of the crawfish. But I got to say probably 200 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. I no. was expecting more. And we had about 40 people over. We were throwing some bags, playing some yeah. cornhole. Looked like a rager. It was, it was a lot of fun. It got a little wild. Not going to lie. Oh, yeah? Are you hung over? No, so this was, I was hung over all day yesterday. Oh. Yesterday was a three Postmates day. No. That's when you know you're hung over. When three? You, three. So I woke up at like seven. Wow. I went and I was like, I need a breakfast burrito, a stat, or I'm going to die. So I ordered that. Where do you get your breakfast burritos from? Usually the place that's like the closest. You know, sometimes on Postmates, it'll be like, this is like 20, 20 to 30. And I'm like, boom, that's the one I need right now. How so can you don't you, have like a go-to place? No. I mean, how can you really fuck up a breakfast burrito, okay. really? And then Sarah came down. If I'm being honest, we, we probably did more than three, but like personally, I did three. Uh, got the breakfast burrito, and then like maybe two and a half hours later, Sarah came down. She ordered some Western bagels, which I tried some of hers, but I didn't have a, ba a bagel. Then around 2.30, we ordered some smash burgers, which were delicious. Mm. So yeah, that actually was, it was just three. Is that right? There might have been a sandwich order, too. Anyways, that's how you know, like, the level of <laughs> fucked up that you are is how many times you order Postmates that day. It's very true. But I feel great yeah. today. I have a hard time sleeping, which is such a weird thing. Like, it's me waking up at 3.30, and then I just can't go back to bed. And so I've been trying Unisom. Unisom work is working pretty good. But then I was watching— Okay, but you shouldn't be taking that shit every day. So that's the thing. So, so But then I was watching Charlize Theron. Theron. Th Theron. And she was talking about how she has sleep issues. It was like on some night show or something 
and her mom does as well. And her mom gets, gets this weed and this like CBD oh. weed makes her like sleep amazing. They take it every night. So I'm, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go over to the weed store uh, one of these days and see if I can get some, uh, some sleeping pills. So yeah, you don't think, you don't think well, you saw them every night's good. I mean, I just don't think taking anything every day is really great. Cause then you get not addicted to it, but dependent on it. And yeah. I, Personally, I don't love the idea of being dependent on something to be able to do something like sleep. I use Unisom when I'm traveling. Like when I was in Europe, I used it to kind of help myself like get on track. When I would like, it was like bedtime, like 1 a.m. and I couldn't go to sleep, I would take one. Mm -hmm. I do think they're clutch for times like that. Um, I will say, when I was in Europe, I ran out of Unisom. Okay. And a friend of mine had these sleep gummies. Okay. And usually I don't believe in the melatonin shit. Like yeah. I've taken some of it and it's never really done anything for me, but... I don't know what's in these, but they knocked us out. Like we all were like, wait, is this the best sleep ever? So maybe you should try them. What are they called? I think, th I honestly think they're a Kardashian thing. Oh God. Yeah. They're called Lemmy Sleep Sleep Tight Gummies. You can get them on Amazon. Five milligrams of melatonin. Yeah, but I, I got melatonin already. Melatonin. I'm just telling you, I've tried different ones and these knocked me out. Like, I don't know. It does say to take two and we took three. Oh. Don't know if that had anything to do with yeah, it. Yeah, well, that's 15 um, milligrams. Well, you know, it worked. Uh, all I know is, guys, I think it's worth a shot if you if you want to try something that's not like a pers like not prescription, but like a pharmaceutical yeah. drug. Well, I'm going to try the weed thing and then get, get back to you, I think. That's how my mom started smoking weed was to help her sleep. Yeah. And now look at her. Look, I was going to say it's a slippery slope. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a gateway drug. <laughs> it's Memorial Day. Do you have plans for Memorial Day? I do. I'm going to a little pool barbecue after this. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, a poll found that most of us, 75% of Americans, celebrate a Memorial Day by going to a barbecue. It is a popular activity. Yeah. What's your favorite barbecue? I gotta say, though, it, barbecue item. I don't eat pork. Yeah. I don't eat a lot of red meat. Okay, so So I usually go wings. for turkey because I'm, I'm basic. Oh, you like a turkey burger. I mean, yeah, that or, oh, I guess we're not talking about like actual barbecue. I was thinking of like, what do you order at like Terry Black's, you know? No, I'm talking about the barbecue that you're going to go to today. Right, right, right. You know, if it's a bougie enough barbecue and they're grilling salmon, I would say that's my favorite. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like salmon. Otherwise, like, yeah, I like, I like a turkey burger. Um, I will eat an all beef hot dog if those are on the table. You will, but not pork. Yeah, no. Okay. Good to know. You were just talking about the Kardashians. Speaking of the Kardashians, did you see what Kim said the other day on the show? I don't watch the show, so Okay. No. So she said... Do you uh, watch the Kardashians? No, I don't. But I saw this on the internet. She says she was unloading on Kanye West, I guess on the, like the first episode of the new Kardashians, and she said, quote, all of his shenanigans is going to be far more damaging to the kids one day than my tape ever will be. Which maybe, but also both of those things are not going to be great for those kids. You know, they're not mutually exclusive. Kanye supports Nazis. You did a sex tape. Okay. Still both kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> What's crazy oh, about God. the sex tape thing is that like that made her famous. Yeah. And I'm sure the Nazi thing is making Kanye famous in but you special know, places in the world. Pamela Anderson did not make a sex tape. A yeah. sex tape. Well, she was, she did make a sex tape. It I was mean, just released. Technically, Tommy made it. She did, yeah, but that was not her intention. So the unintentional sex tape. Her kids are pretty cool, actually. I've met both the boys, and they're actually pretty normal. So they turned out okay. So maybe the sex tape is okay. Yeah, but Pam Anderson was also like in Playboy. She was already naked places. 
True. You know? What was more eye-opening about that whole sex tape with Pam Anderson is just how much of a hog Tommy Lee had. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking tripod over there. Big, big, big boy. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a good visual, what? but yeah. I mean, have you seen it? I don't know. Would you want someone to call your dick a tripod? I would love it. That would be not have a big a dick. tripod's like, no, a tripod's just long and skinny. Well, okay. <laughs> I feel like you could have come up with something better. Well, if it's the same size of, as two of your legs, mm-hmm. that's a good size. Mm-hmm. It's like a kickstand. Lean over and fucking hold you up. Yeah, okay. You want to start the show? We should probably start the show. Is it me or you? I think it's you. Bros and hoes, you're listening to a very Memorial Day episode of your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Woo! America! Fuck yeah! Going out to see the motherfucking deer. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. We need to start with the succession final finale series finale succession. Did you watch it? Can't say I watched it. No. Uh, do you? I mean, I have to talk about it. But go for it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. So. Oh, my God. Guys, it did not go the way that I thought was it was going to go. I mean, it was a crazy ending. Okay. If you haven't watched it, maybe fast forward two minutes, starting now. Okay. It was going the way that we thought it was going to go, that Ken was going to get the company, right? They go to see visit their mom in Bimini. They all decide they anoint the king. It's all over. They realize that Shiv's going to get fucked in the whole deal. And then once Shiv finds out that it's going to be Tom and not her, she turns. So annoyed because I was like, Shiv, what are you fucking doing? This make, makes no fucking sense. Don't you want this to stay in your family? Shouldn't your brother be the one who takes over? Then it's you three running this whole thing. And I was like, this is why you could never be the CEO because you're weak and you can't make decisions that are good for the family and for the company. And I was so annoyed with what she was doing. And it just seemed spiteful. And then when I realized what she was doing, Shiv was saying, if I can't be the king, then at least I get to be the queen and have Tom take over, and then I'm the fucking queen of the company, and the kid that I'm about to have will be the rightful successor to the company. And then I was like, okay, that's 
pretty fucking good, but it is weird that a Roy isn't in charge of the company. A Wamsgam is, which whatever. And also, like, I'm not sure if Tom is so competent to be doing this, but who's to say that any of those kids are really competent to, to run this whole thing? I was so annoyed with Shiv, and then the more I thought about it, the more I sat with it, the more I realized it was a pretty good move on Shiv's behalf. But I do think that Ken might commit suicide now. That's how I thought the whole thing was going to end. I thought he was going to walk out to the river like he did and, and fucking blow his brains out because this whole thing has been leading up to him taking over and then he didn't get it. It was a good move. It was a good move. Uh, now that I think about it, I was annoyed by it. I wanted Ken to get it. But Shiv made the best move and that was to make her husband the CEO. But they did sell the company to Gojo. That show is fantastic. I wish it wasn't over, but it is. And... Yeah, I'm just sad it's over now, Bran. Yeah, but like where could they have really gone from here if it kept going? For sure. It can't keep going. You know? Yeah. And like we were saying a couple episodes ago, like if you keep doing these shows, you have to continually make the characters dumber and dumber and dumber. Continuous storyline and plot. Yeah. But did not see Tom Wamsgam taken over. I didn't either. Good mm. stuff. But I love that show. And it wasn't the only series finale I watched last night. What other one? I also watched The End of Barry. Ah. It's so good. Uh, Bill Hader made an amazing television show. I love the way it that one ended, too. They did a good job. I didn't see it coming. I would say that, like, if you did watch Barry at the end of it, like, they do this, like, recreation, almost like a Hallmark version of the story because it gets made into a movie. Because Gene Cousineau kills Barry... It pins everything on Gene instead of keeping him alive so Barry can face the music for what he's done and atone. And that's annoying because you want him to have to go to jail for all the sins that he's created and not really have an effectively an innocent man and Gene Cousineau go to jail for it. But Gene gets his revenge but has to pay for it. I didn't love the recreation of the story because it definitely, it makes... Barry become a hero, which he isn't. It's also like done kind of shitty, but I think that was the point. The ending's great. I loved how Noho Hank went out like in a blaze of glory. The Raven gets to walk away, which is pretty amazing. The whole show is just so good. I love Barry. Well done. Wow. You should watch that show. Okay. How many seasons are there? I think three. Oh, okay. That's not that many. No, it's good. You got anything? Well, I've been dying to talk about Silo because I binged Ooh, yeah. it on the flight home and I absolutely love it. Are you caught up? Yeah, pretty much. I think so, yeah. Okay, I know you said it was kind of like losing you at episode like three. Yeah, it was. Then it kind of caught me back up. I got excited. Back up. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I was pretty like engaged with it until this last episode started to like lose me a little bit. We've come so far from, I guess, episode one and like the storyline of going outside. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like after he goes outside and like Rashida Jones is outside, obviously, like, I don't know, like the whole storyline just kind of changed. Yeah. Right. And they brought in all these new characters. So like that was kind of and I like I think hard to like keep up with at first. But I would love to know like what you think. So I guess like spoiler alert, if you haven't started Silo, maybe fast forward 60 seconds because I just want to talk about like some possible theories here. Obviously, outside is not what they're telling them that it is. Yeah. So do you think outside is just totally normal? Yes. You do? 
do. So when you go outside to clean and it, and they, and it looks like you pass out after a few minutes, do you think that that's fabricated? My first thought was the oxygen that they have in their suits is poisoned. And that's mm-hmm. how they're killing people when they walk out. But then he takes his helmet off and still passes out. Yeah. I think that they're manipulating the video to make it look like people are dying when they go out there, but really they're not. What I kind of envision is that like when it looks like they fall over, they are they actually just keep walking. Yeah. And like that somehow they've manipulated this video to make it look like they are still lying there for, you know, dead for whatever, however long. Yeah. Which is interesting. And then like I'm so frustrated because when they shut the power off for the, the few hours and everyone's sitting in the cafeteria and for like a split second, the screen turns the right color and everything's green and a few people see it. Oh, really? I'm like, what the fuck? Why is it? Yes. I'm like, why is no one asking fucking questions? Like this this one, they specifically focus on this one girl who sees the screen change color and everything's green and looks like real outside. But And then it goes dark and she sees it and she and like nothing came from that. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, I didn't like, notice people that. People saw that. Surely people will ask questions. Whoa. I went back and, wa- and watched it twice because I was like, did I just see that? And I did. And so like I'm like, well, when is that? I, I, I need that to, to like come full circle like I need that to mean something and so far like nothing's come of that and I'm very frustrated so yeah that I have questions about and then I'm obviously very invested in Juliet like I love Juliet I think she's so badass like what a cool actress cool character but I don't know like it's I, I need them to start connecting some dots I think to keep like the audience engaged. That's my only complaint. But I think it's very cool. And I did see, as I was watching um, last night, I watched the newest episode. It, it is adapted from a book series, which is interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah I think that Juliet needs to find that hard drive and then a lot more mm-hmm. answers will be revealed to her. I thought it was interesting in the last episode, they talked about some of the main rules of like the initial charter or whatever. And one was like, you can't have anything that magnifies things, which mm-hmm. that's interesting. And then the other thing is you can't mechanize being able to go up and down the silo, no making elevators and stuff. Yeah. And so those two things, so I, that is obviously very important to like, if you have those two things, then it might make it easier for people to, to come and go and realize the bullshit of it all. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe, you know, if you have magnifying glass or, I don't know, look at look at the video differently with like magnifying, you could see mm. it's bullshit or something. I don't know, something has to do with that. It's kind of like lost in the sense of like, you want them to go outside, see mm-hmm. what's going on. Similar like when Lost like went back to civilization, you kind of wanted them to go back, but then then you're like, oh, but I miss like all of the stuff that was happening back on the island. And I feel like that, that's gonna be the same thing for like when we leave the silo officially. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But anyways, great show. Great show though. Great show. Go check yeah, it I out. I really love it. You know the podcast Smartless? No. Okay, so there's a podcast out there. It's Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. And so they do a podcast, which which I don't really listen to, but I, everyone's told me how good it is. And kind of the, the premise of the podcast is one person brings on a guest and the other two don't know who it's going to be. So yeah. then they all talk and everything. And it's very funny. So they've done like a tour, right? They went on the road. And on HBO Max, there is Smartless on the Road, and it's those three going on the road and doing this podcast. And it's a documentary that is so fucking funny. Jason Bateman and Will Arnett also obviously have been really good friends for a very long time, going all the way back to Arrested Development days. And like their rapport back and forth is like two 
bickering brothers going at one another. And then Sean Hayes is like their laugh track. And it's a sweet guy who's just always laughing at all the bullshit they do. Jason Bateman is so incredibly neurotic when it comes to food. It's so funny. Will Arnett, constant comedy reel. He's just so funny always with like everything he does. And then the guests they have on are so good. I mean, they have like, you know, uh, Will Ferrell and and David Letterman and Kevin Hart and all this stuff. They have AOC, like they have all these really interesting, cool guests. But the show isn't really about them doing the podcast on stage with these famous people. Yes, there is some of that footage, but mainly what it is, is the three of them traveling around together and annoying the fuck out of one another. And, uh, it is so funny. So funny. Go watch Smartless on HBO Max. Or oh, sorry, just Max. 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 Why do they have to keep freaking changing the name of that, by the way? I don't know. But I did see a, a tweet that someone said, HBO Max went from HBO Max to Max. Peacock, your move. Instead of being mm-hmm. Peacock, just Peacock. Oh, have to describe a joke. Hilarious. Pretty funny. Good stuff. Summer just around the corner, and it's time to start thinking about how to keep your skin hydrated and healthy as temperatures warm up. Osea's brand new collagen body lotion is a high-performance body moisturizer that absorbs instantly and delivers lasting hydration without stickiness or residue. Born from Osea's best-selling algae body care line and backed by some impressive clinical results like instant increase in skin hydration and visibly firmer skin in just four hours. I have been using Osea for a while now. I have a ton of their products and they did just send me this collagen body lotion. Just when you think a product can't get better and a brand can't do better, they do. This stuff goes on so well and truly my skin looks more hydrated and it's visibly firmer in just a few hours with using this stuff. I get sent so many products and truly like I have thrown out every lotion I have except for my Osea products. They are my favorite. They're so luxurious. They're good for your skin. They make great gifts, but I'm telling you guys, you got to get some of this for yourself. And right now we have a special discount for our listeners out there. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code YFT at OseaMalibu.com. But that's not all. Get an extra 10% off plus free shipping when you have your favorite products delivered on repeat with their subscribe and save program. Just head to oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com and use code YFT. Which made me think like, wow, we should we should figure out a t- time to take this on the road. But yeah, I don't know. I d- I've been saying that. All right, set it up. Oh, it's on me? Yeah, it's on You're the one who goes on tour. On I don't know how to do this stuff. <laughs> You're on tour. Oh, Lord. I'll see what I can do. I did start another new show last night. What is it? I think it's an Apple Plus show. It's called Platonic. Have you seen anything about that? It's Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne. It's a show? I thought it was a movie. Uh Uh-uh, it's a show. It looks a lot like, remember, I think it was called Neighbors or Bad Neighbors or something? Yeah, they were were both in that movie. Yeah, so I I just Mm -hmm. figured it was like that again. It's definitely similar because, I mean, Rose has played other roles for sure. Like in X-Men, she definitely had a different role. But like when it comes to comedy, she's kind of like a one-trick pony, Mm -hmm. you know? And Seth Rogen's definitely, I I would say, a one-trick pony with comedy. Um, So it is, you know, very typical. Like if you've seen them in other comedies, then yeah, it's not a whole lot different. But it's it's very cute. I watched, I'm caught up. I think episodes are probably coming out weekly. And so I've watched like two or three. And it's very cute. I love the concept of it, right? So... 
Rose, I don't know exactly which age, what age she plays. I, I would guess like late 30s, 40-ish. And she's like married to this like gorgeous guy, has like the perfect, perfect quote unquote marriage, has three kids. Um, and then Seth's character uh, is like recently divorced and his ex-wife was like extremely hot. They all live in LA. So she's just, you know, she's probably like an Instagram model or something crazy. And he's still, even though he's the age, you know, the same age, like he still like dresses very cool. He runs a brewery downtown and so he's just like still living like he's like you know this hip guy in his like late 20s early 30s and she's just like fully embraced this whole like mom mode thing but I think she's starting to like second guess it a little bit and I guess like the the deal is they were besties when they were young I think he was like the best uh he was like her maid of honor in her wedding like they were super close and then I think she gets married they kind of aren't friends anymore for whatever reason like don't hang out don't talk anymore and now they've kind of like recircled because he's gotten divorced and she reaches out and they're like trying to figure out like the dynamic of their relationship somewhere along the way somebody asks says that asks the question like why can't men and women be friends as adults the way we are when we're younger you know yeah and like nobody wants to admit that that's facts but like it is mm-hmm. like things just change and i think you know, like I, I've had a lot of like very, very, very close male friends, you know, throughout my life. And I'm not going to lie, like when they get engaged or get married, like it changes, yeah. you know, like you don't hang out anymore. You don't go do things alone anymore. Like it does change. Um, so it's just funny, you know, they're trying to like figure out how to still be friends. And obviously I'm only a few episodes in, so I don't know if there's ever like a romantic connection with them. But like right now they're just buds and um, it's very funny. It's cute. I mean, they're quick, like 30 minute episodes. It's just an easy watch. Former childhood best friends reconnect as adults and try to get past the rift that led to their falling out. Platonic on Apple TV. Yeah, I saw an interview where Seth was talking about he never wanted it to make people think that that there was any type of adultery going on. I don't want that to be what people are getting out of this. So got it. And they're good together. They're like the problem is is that they like have done a rom com together. I know. And so now that would be like if Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler did a show or or a movie where they weren't love interests. Right. Sarah and I talked about this a couple weeks back when she was on. You didn't hear it, but Sarah and I both listened to a book on the road and I finally finished it. Okay. It's called Local Woman Missing. And it was funny when we were talking about it a couple weeks ago, we were like, the middle of it's getting really weird and like we don't love like where it's going and it started out so strong and now it's a little eh. Um, Finally finished it. YFTers out there. If you want a good murder mystery, Local Woman Missing is great. There's two fantastic twists in it that I did not see coming. I saw one of them kind of coming, but the other one I totally didn't see coming. Fantastic book. Local Woman Missing Loved it. You'd like it too. It's very much your vibe. My speed. Yeah, it's your speed, dude. I need to read more. I need to. I need to make time to read more. I've, ever since I got a fucking iPad, now all I do when I fly is watch stuff. Yeah. Whereas before the iPad, I would read, and so I need to like make myself leave the iPad at home so I can I can read more. Did we talk about uh, Sisu last time? I don't think so. What is that? We watch this movie called Sisu. It's very much like a Tarantino film. It's Swedish made. Whoa, is this movie good. When an ex-soldier who discovers gold in the Lapland wilderness tries to take the loot into the city, Nazi soldiers, led by the brutal SS officer, battle him. Sisu. 
So it's going on during World War II. This guy, it's like this okay. old guy is just like kind of like digging in like the wilderness, mining for gold, finds a bunch of fucking gold, and he's walking back into, t- into town, and he comes across these Nazis, and they realize that he's got this gold, and they want it, not realizing that this guy was a fucking badass motherfucker soldier, and he goes on an absolute rampage against these fucking Nazis. It is so badass. If you like Tarantino films or war films, Sisu is awesome. Where do you watch this? Uh, We rented it. On uh, like Amazon? Yeah. I think you can go see it in theaters. Go watch Sisu. We also watched Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) Okay. Dude, I thought it was going to be so bad. (laughs) Was it good? Absolutely phenomenal. What do you mean? Dude, we kept on looking at it and we were like, God, the fucking Rotten Tomato score is so good. And I was like, it's all the fucking Dungeon and Dragons dorks just like giving it all the thumbs up and the five stars. Like, this movie's gotta suck. And boy, was I wrong. Who's in it? Chris Pine. Mich- That's what I thought. Michelle Rodriguez. Hugh Grant. Oh. Regé Jean Page, the guy from. <gasps> Hot. Yeah, from Bridgerton. Sophia Lillis, who was in It, and... So stacked, wow. Stacked. And I was like, this is going to be so stupid. No, it is so funny. Chris Pine is an American treasure. Oh, wow. Run, don't walk to go see Dungeons and Dragons. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. And I don't even play Dungeons and Dragons, nor do I know like any of the things, but I'm sure like so much- I was so gonna much... say, do you have to know anything about it? No. To, to enjoy the movie? No, I'm sure if you no. do play Dungeons and Dragons, like there's all uh, probably a lot of like, you know, nods to the you game and characters and all this kind of stuff. We had no idea. I know I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, um, but it's so funny. It's so good. That one you got to rent okay. too, but it's so good. And then we watched a documentary- called The Longest First Date. Have you seen that? I haven't watched it, but I feel like I've, I've come across it. Where is that at? Is it Netflix? Oh, sorry. It's called The Longest Third Date. Yeah, it's Netflix. When Matt and Connie match on Hinge, sparks fly. They spontaneously fly to Costa Rica for their third date and get stuck as the world shuts down in March of 2020. An extended stay in paradise becomes the ultimate test of compatibility. So these two people meet on Hinge. They go on two dates. And then the guy, Matt, gets a notification on his phone that like first class tickets to Costa Rica are $200. Remember when the world was about to shut down, everyone stopped flying? So they were like, oh my God, let's go to Costa Rica for three days. They go to Costa Rica on a whim. They've never like had sex. Like they never like slept over. Like they've just gone on two dates. They go to Costa Rica on a whim and they end up getting stuck there for like 80 days. And it's just their iPhone footage of them like living in Costa Rica, trying to get home, can't get home. Also kind of awkward because it was really only their third date. Now they're like living together. They can't escape. Like the hotel shuts down and they end up having to go like somewhere else. This would be so crazy. This would be so sad. And it's really inspiring. I loved how it ended. They're very, very real characters because it's just them their lives she comes from, like this very like strict asian family like she can't like tell her dad where she is and who she's with because he's gonna get mad so she's like lying to her parents and it's just so good netflix longest third date go watch it you'll love it wow that sounds good yeah 
Uh, I got a bone to pick with plastic container manufacturers. Um, you know how, like in a plastic bowl, like let's say salsa, you take off the cap and then they have it, this like piece of plastic thing that's on top of it. And there's usually a tab, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, plastic container manufacturers. Hey, let's make that tab actually rip off the thing. Because you know what the worst thing is in the world? Doing it and nothing happens, doesn't rip off or only like barely comes off. Then you have to get a fucking knife and start cutting it and then put your finger in there and pull it off. Then you, you get your, it's also on your finger, whatever the fuck it is. Hey, why can't we figure out how to fucking do this correctly? Because I want to be able to pull it off very easily and nicely. But you guys can't figure it out. It's 2023. We have AI. We go into Mars, but we can't figure out the plastic film on top of plastic container wrappers. And I fucking hate it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I sure do. But, you know, let's take it one step further. Can we ditch the plastic because it's killing our sea life and polluting our oceans? Can Agreed. we come up with something different, please? Thank you. We have a new sponsor. We haven't even, I don't think we've even talked about it. But it's just like um, biodegradable plastic bags for like trash and stuff. Did yeah. You- are they a sponsor? I wasn't sure. I don't know. They sent it to me, so I assume they're going to be. But uh, I guess at some point we're going to talk about it. But I, I got hope those. So. I was like, these are great. Why isn't just yeah, we just think, use these? I know. I think I I actually found this. It was like a targeted ad on Facebook or Instagram, and I, I think I sent it to Podcast Nation and said, "Hey, can we see if they want to oh. do podcast ads? Because like, what a great thing!" And then I think because they I think they then reached out, maybe sent us product. I'm not a hundred percent sure they bought ads, but I will say I'd love for you to buy ads. But even if you don't like. I agree. Like I got sent trash bags and Ziploc bags that are biodegradable. Even if it's like a tiny bit more, I would personally rather buy that and know that I'm like doing my part to like help at least like help stop polluting the oceans with all the plastic. I saw an Instagram post yesterday and it was so fucking sad. It was like from the perspective of like a sea turtle. Mm -hmm. And it was like, hey, please stop um, putting, you know, plastic wrapped around uh, soda cans in the ocean because I get trapped in them and then I die because I can't get out. And it's so sad. Well, anyways, the company that we're talking about is called Hold On. And I mean, I guess they are more expensive, but like, yeah. And I know that like hemp, you can make plastic stuff out of hemp. Why aren't we doing that, guys? What's going on here? I know. Come on. I know. Do better. Do you want to do some calls? Sure. I personally like the calls. I know this this is a uh, controversial topic, but... I do too. Bros and hoes. This is your favorite Canadian hosette. That's female. Or hoser. Hoser. Anyway, you need to run, not walk, to a Canadian television and get yourself on Bachelor in Paradise Canada. It is cheesy. It is funny. It is messy. It has love. It has me hooked in two days. And episode three is dropping next week. So you can catch up. It's everything that we wanted Bachelor in Paradise America to be and more. Because don't you know, bud, we're the best. Okay, now I'm going to go pop a beer ski and uh, go watch some more Bachelor in Paradise Canada, eh? Take care. Love you guys. Oh, yeah. Bachelor in Paradise Canada, huh? Okay. Canada has Bachelor in Paradise also? Yeah, you didn't know that? Where do they go? Mexico? No, they go to like a lake house in Canada. Ooh, that sounds fun. I want to go on that show. No, you don't. I don't think. I mean, I think if you want to, do, yeah. if you're doing one, you should do the Mexico one. <laughs> like, so you remember, you remember I Kevin? I really like Canadians, though. Do you remember Kevin? Kevin went. He was on Paradise. He he got engaged to Astrid. He's the bartender on that show. He is. Yeah, but they like I never show him. I don't know how to watch that show. I, we're not Can- Canadian, eh? I don't know how to get it. Oh, huh? I know. I think. 
I don't think we're able to watch it. I like, I, you know, everyone always says like, go get a VPN, but I've tried that before and it doesn't fucking work. Yeah, so no. I don't know. That seems like a lot. Just put it on fucking Netflix guys or whatever. I don't know. Figure it out. I know. I know. I also don't understand. Like when I was in Europe, I was trying to watch, you know, something on Hulu and they were like, you, well, it's not available in this location. But like, why the fuck not? Yeah. I, my computer was purchased in the United States. I'm from the United States. Why can't I watch this show no matter where I am? I feel like that's like a little unfair. You know what I'm saying? Also, yeah. what do you guys have against Europeans like watching our shit? Doesn't that just like help you to get more views? Like, I just don't really understand. Yeah, I don't know. You, by the way, you know that like Netflix is about to crack down on people using other people's passwords and stuff. I heard that. But I have my own account because I am an independent woman who can yeah. have my own fucking Netflix. Nice. Okay, so I'm from Canada. I just listened All the Canadians. to the episode with the voicemail. And I'm actually in shock right now because I don't feel like I sound like that when I speak. But... Well, you do. Maybe I do. Yeah, you do. I don't know. Okay. Where's this Sorry. guy? I'm stoned. Oh. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Wrong podcast. That was... that. <laughs> what? <laughs> that... <laughs> she just called to tell us that... <laughs> She doesn't think she sounds like that, and she's stoned. That's amazing. All right. Yeah. Hey, this is for Wells. Oh, One of my favorite things today is your birthday. Happy birthday, Adam Wells. Uh, Thank you for blessing the radio every Wednesday morning. You're welcome. With your humor, Mm -hmm. your recommendations. You really make my drive in the early mornings more um, enjoyable. So thank you. I hope you have a great birthday. Oh, that was nice. Even though it's closer to what your birthday. Mine? Yeah, what about her birthday? Yeah. No, fuck you. <laughs> it's only about me. All right, last one. I've been seeing a lot of these on the Fuck You Very Much is too that we haven't been talking about the challenge. Hi, I'm Yo. Jillian Petro from Rome, Georgia. Um, and as everyone always says on these things, long-time listener, but that's really the truth. And I've been waiting on someone to actually say the flip side to that. So but maybe no one wants to admit that because y'all are so great. Um, I'm mainly here to ask for Wells to bring back his reviews on the challenge. Okay. There's no excuse. There's basically a new season of the challenge in some form, always on either live or on Paramount Plus. And his breakdown is better than other podcasts, even the ones that are entirely about the challenge. So don't let Brandy be right about men being trash. Hmm. Do better. Okay. And bring back the challenge talk. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Fair enough. Love you too. I didn't really know that there was another challenge, but yes, I will go watch that immediately. Do not worry about that. We also have some fuck you very muches. Okay. Okay, so this one comes from MS State 56. Subject line, I would call the hotline dot, 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 dot. Five stars, thanks for that. I would call the hotline and leave some of my favorite things, but you know what you would do? You would just ignore it. I'm a day one listener, and I've left more than five five-star review. I have an erotic grandpa on Patreon. I have done so many things to try to get your attention, and you just ignore me. All I have ever wanted in life is validation from the two of you. Anyways, I can't quit you. Catch you on Wednesday, kissy face. You know what's what's hilarious about this? This person didn't put her fucking name what? or his name. So I can't no. even, we can't even give you credit for this. But anyways, Sorry. I mean, I go through some of the call. I go through the calls before the show starts, and sometimes it sucks. So it appears just kind of sucked, lady. Wells. Hey, we got to make a good product here. You know, I got I got to gatekeep. Right. And this one coming from Mika Shu. Subject line: Fuck you very much. Five stars. Thanks for that. 
Love your show. Wells and Brandy have great banter, but please, fuck you very much. Please stop generalizing anyone that was ever Mormon with the entire religion. For whatever reason, it's fun to make fun of Mormons and generalize insane things with literally millions of people, but but the things you talk about are literally bonkers and not a representation of what we believe at all. It's not okay to do this with Jews, with Muslims, with Catholics, but Mormons, it's fine. It's just annoying being dunked all the time by people who don't know what they're talking about. You people are insane. Make fun of soaking all day because that's ridiculous. I mean, it is. Come on, it is. But it's literally a handful of people, and you're making it sound like it's what all 17 million of us do. It's not. Fuck you very much. I mean, I get it. Yes. Not all Mormons are crazy fundamentalist Mormons who are fucking armpits and soaking. Okay? I realize that. Yeah. But... Mm -hmm. Sorry. What well, happened? This in <laughs> instead of yelling at me, get your fucking people in check, huh? One of the seventeen million of you guys get together and say, "Hey, guys, who are going crazy in fucking armpits and who are soaking and who are marrying seven million teenage girls?" Tell them, "Hey, cut it out, cut it yeah, out, make guys." Them, make them call themselves something different. Yeah. Right? What's Mormons backwards? Yeah, I would be like, "You guys got to get a new name. Like you're making us look bad." Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Get. Get. You're not Mormon. You get. Or just one guy be like, guess what? Joseph Smith fucking came to me in a dream and the and the Archangel Moroni came and told me all you fundamentalists need to go away. And then maybe you listen. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's so funny maybe. though. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to fucking generalize all of you guys, but I'm sorry. Every week there's a new crazy documentary and there's a new story about Mormons and it's, it's you're just teeing us up. Yeah, it's too good. You got any musics? I don't know. Let's see. Okay, that's a no. <laughs> Well, I haven't, I haven't looked. This is from a band called uh, the California Honey Drops. This is a song called Birthday Suits that I liked a lot. Don't waste your money on fine clothes for me. There's still one thing I want the world to see. When I die, all I ask of you, bury me in my birthday suit. It ain't nothing they ain't seen before Anyway, they've all been dying to know Just how I held on to a girl like you Bury me in my birthday suit Spent my early days in diapers School days in a Bury me in my birthday suit hmm, That's Cal interesting California Honey Drop You didn't like it? It's fine. Okay. I have one, actually. You're not going to love it. It's country, mm. but we do have a lot of country-loving YFTers. A friend of mine, Brian Kelly, he just put out a new single. Actually, is it an entire album? His single is called See You Next Summer, so that's the one we're going to play. Album art for this song for See You Next Summer, if you pull it up, Wells. Mm -hmm. The horse is my horse, Melody. Well, oh, wow. technically Miley's horse, but, you know, uh, she's in my backyard. But this is one of my horses, and this is on my property, actually. Um, they came out to shoot this single cover at my house a few months ago, and it turned out so freaking cool, and it's just so neat to see it, and I love it, and it's cool, and Melody's famous, so awesome. Girl, I've never gone to Jacksonville, Georgia. After holding you all night, I want to. This ain't a margarita, can I get your number? Meet me by the water, text hooking up, see you next summer.
Brian Kelly, see you next summer. That was good. Also, shout out to bring Ben Christensen was the photographer that took that photo. Um, he's super cool. If you guys are into like Western photography, he shoots a lot for like Stetson, Harley, and his photos are just amazing. He's a great follow on Instagram. I don't know where I saw this, but it's, it's Trey Burt, a song called Sweet Misery. We can go out on it. You got anything coming up soon? I do. I'm going to New York City on Friday. I got a gig at Somewhere Nowhere. I played there a few months ago. I actually have a residency there through the end of the year. The place is super cool. If you guys are in the New York area or live in NYC, I highly recommend coming out. It's going to be so fun. Uh, my bestie Olivia Caridi is going to be there this weekend to like do like a little post B-Day celebration for me. So you know it's going to be Liddy Kitty. And then I actually fly back home on Saturday and play here in Nashville at a spot called Layer Cake. It's down just off of Broadway. I think we're celebrating their one year anniversary of being open. Um, I have a feeling that one's also going to be super lit. Nice. That sounds fun. Uh, I'm be packing for paradise. I think the next time you hear, I, we might do one more episode before I leave, I think, but okay. this is basically it. So yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to go to a barbecue. Same. All right. Well, why have tears if you want to call in and uh, leave us a message? Uh, 858-630-1856 is the number. Uh, also, head on over to uh, make a review at the Apple store or whatever it's called. Give us five stars. Uh, thank you very much. And we'll read you on the air. All right, we're out of here. Love it. Shout out Bye. to uh, all the, you know, the, the veterans and, you know, all the people who uh, fight for our freedom. And happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. I believe for the moment in heaven I reside it might as well be anywhere so why not in my mind Oh, you, yeah, you, who else am I talking to? Go sit down by your lonesome. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.